What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by this guy right here, Mr. 89 to hit $10,000 a month. His name is Alex Sundar. Alex, what is up, bro? Welcome to the podcast. Dude, Brian, thank you so much for having me. I can say how much of an honor it is to be uh, on your podcast, right? You know, I, I listen to pretty much every single episode and I have dreamed and vision for this moment. So I'm glad to be on. I'm going to side note here, bro. And I'm going to say, dude, it's so good to have you here. And we've got all of our fam tuning into the actual live right now. Charlie's calling you dad. Roger's saying papa. papa. For everybody that has no idea what we're talking about. So there's a running joke right now where Alex posted a photo and I commented on it. And whenever like I commented on it because he looked good. And I said, dad, is that you? And for some reason, this comment caught fire inside of the 10K Academy. And now everybody that watches Alex's lives or sees his photos just comment and says, dad. So now I think you started a podcast and you called it dad, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was someone from the 10K co- comment. You should name it dad bot on the pod. And so <laughs> I renamed my lives. You know, I'm just going to own it and go for it. It's manifesting what I don't want in the world right now. Uh, so that stresses me. That stresses me out. But, uh, you know, I might as well own it and have some fun with it right so dad bought on the pod i did two episodes third one's coming out Let's go. Let's go. So, bro, first of all, congratulations on hitting $10,000 a month. Number 89, you're in the mastermind. You hit 10K. I'm just curious, like, bro, how does it feel to work on your online business for like nine months and finally hit that that like milestone in your business where you're like, I made $10,000 this month? Best way I can really describe it, it, it was just that moment of excitement, right? That five seconds of excitement where you're like, fuck yeah, I did it. And then it kind of flipped around right away into like, okay, now I want more. Now I'm hungrier. This is just the start. This is just the beginning, right? Mm. So it's kind of like that Mamba mindset where you're walking in, you win a championship, you're excited for a bit, then you want to go, what's next? What can I do to be better and better and better yeah. and better? So it's the same way I'm approaching this. Like, this is just the beginning. This is just a start. This is just a taste of what's yeah. possible. Yeah. I think hitting it once, bro, just like makes you realize that it's actually possible. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit. Like I remember the first, actually not even, I'm not even going to lie, bro. The first time that I ever hit $10,000 a month, I went up to the bar with all my friends and I was like, <laughs> I'm buying everything. And I spent a thousand dollars. Cause I was like, I just made $10,000. Like this is fun. But it, it just makes you realize like, this is like very feasible. Like I can do this once and I can do it again. hundred percent, man. Like I'm recreating 10 K a month this month. And it is so much easier after you do it the first time because you know mm-hmm. what to expect. You know the work that gets to put that has to be put in it, into it. And surprisingly, you don't have to put as much work into it the second time. So that mm-hmm. way you can scale and grow even more. So I'm excited. It's awesome. I'm number 89. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm number 89. Let's <laughs> fucking go. I love it, bro. I love it. So let's do like okay. So for everybody tuning in, you know, me and you actually go way back, and mm-hmm. I want to kind of go there with you right now. So, dude, give us a little bit of a backstory. How do you and I know each other? Where do we meet? Let's let's take them back. Yeah, we met at World Health. I think it was like maybe what seven, eight years ago, something along those lines. You were, mm-hmm. I think you were working there. 
at the time I was a personal trainer coming up. So, you know, how I knew Brian, I knew him like when he first started in the gym scene, when he first did his first bodybuilding show, I was buying shots from him at the bar because I lived <laughs> behind Roadhouse at the time. And even just watching his progression and growth from like Aesthetic Nation, the Daily Beast into the business owner he has now. So it's been a pleasure watching the journey, man. That's all I can say, right? Yeah. Absolute pleasure just watching it and seeing that Brian is the real deal right? He came out strong, started at the beginning, like any entrepreneur, everyone's nervous. Everyone doesn't know what to do. Everyone's kind of confused on the direction he takes and everyone makes mistakes in the beginning. Mm -hmm. He's taken where he's at and he's grown into the business owner he is now. So that's kind of how I know Brian. It was way back when we, when he first started. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy to think back to those days. Like I can't remember if it was, did you work at Sunridge or was it McLeod? It was McLeod. It was McLeod. Okay. So you were working at McLeod and then uh, the personal trainer there was like Pat and he was training me for Okanagan Sun. Do you remember Pat? Yeah, I do remember Pat. I love Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's super smart. But I remember, like, I always viewed Alex. I'm like, man, this guy's like super smart, super intelligent. You were like friends with all my friends that were at the gym, and you were there for a long time, bro. So when you were working at the gym as a personal trainer, you ended up working yourself into like being like one of the most well known trainers in that gym specifically. How did you end up becoming a PT in the gym? Is it like, was that something that you always wanted to do? Like, is that always a dream of yours or? Mm, Yeah, it's a really good question. Actually, my story is quite a bit different than most. So I became a personal trainer right at 18, right? So when I was at World Health, I think it was 2021. Mm. And it was absolutely nothing in the world that I wanted to do at all. I never really wanted to touch the fitness industry, right? Yeah. I didn't want, didn't want anything to do with it. But what happened at the time was I was going to university as a student. I was, I've, I've always been into fitness and into working out. And yeah. my best friend at the time, like, hey, what? Like everyone is keeps asking us for fitness advice or they want to work out with us. So why don't we get our personal training certifications? We have a home gym already built. And then yeah. we can train our buddies outside the gym uh, while we went to school. And I was like, fuck, yeah, that's a great idea. Why not? So got my PT cert. I didn't want to do anything with it because I saw how hard the lifestyle was for a trainer. And especially I was a full-time student trying to grow a clientele and being a full-time student, I didn't think it was feasible. Mm-hmm. So I was working at Good Life Fitness at the time and the fitness manager there, her name was Susan Williams. She was also a campus pro instructor mm-hmm. for the PT certification here in Canada. And she was running a class upstairs and I was going up, doing my thing as a customer service rep doing yeah. laundry and she's been trying to recruit me as a trainer for a while she calls me out in front of the class and says everyone don't be like this dumbass who got his personal training certification and did nothing with his life <laughs> <laughs> calls me out like that man and due to my ego i got so pissed off three days later i had it in my resume to her and be like let's fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> don't be like this dumbass <laughs> yeah i was so mad i was so upset and she was my first mentor for my first year and that completely changed my whole perspective on the fitness industry and how to train clients and how to impact people. So I just noticed a common thread. We're going to side note this. I just noticed that like she like called you a dumbass and then I called you dad. So like, do you usually find mentors that like, like to make fun of you or like lightly insult you? Is that what you look for? Yeah. It makes it sound like I got parent issues, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> daddy issues or mommy issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a complete side note, but I just had to notice, right? I had yeah, to I, I, I run off negative energy. I'm not a kind of guy if someone tells me, good work, good job. I need someone to tell me, you can do better. Give me another rep. Give me more, right? So when I am, I feel like I am challenged, I'll show up even harder. Yeah, I actually, I do agree. I think with coaching you, it's like just being super direct and just like telling you like, do this, then do this, then do this. Like, I think you respond well, like versus like when I'm coaching some clients, like you need to be like, you're doing a really great job here. But <laughs> yeah, you yeah. This, right? Yeah. 
So you were doing in-person for a long time. And I think a lot of people listening to this podcast are probably also in-person trainers. So what made you decide that you needed to go online? Like, where was that transition for you? Yeah. uh, Yeah. To be honest, I had a big negative connotation towards online coaching. Like I hated online coaching. I hated most online trainers. Not all of them. There are a lot of good ones, but the bad outweighs it. Mm-hmm. And I had no desire running an online business till about, I think about a year and a half ago, I saw this news article on this lady in South America. She got advised by an online expert to do a detox cleanse. And this detox cleanse was so bad and so poorly well done and you shouldn't do a cleanse anyways. She ended up in the hospital with permanent brain damage. No. Yeah, permanent brain damage, man. So I took that personally, right? I took it as like, you know, I have all this knowledge, years of experience. I did nothing with it. Mm. I never made any attempt to truly make an impact and go all in the fitness industry. So that was it. That moment was like, you know what? I'm fucking doing it. I'm going to find a mentor and I'm going to fucking change people's lives. Damn, dude, that's fire. I honestly didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's super cool. Dude, I think that's super cool because- there's a lot of in-person trainers that will read an article like that and they'll be like, fuck online trainers. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Like yeah. online trainers are all scumbags. It's like, but like, I like that you read that article and you're like, I know what I'm talking about. And so I'm going to put myself on the market basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's essentially it. I'm like, I'm looking at it like, you know, you can complain about something and bitch about something and do nothing about it. Right. Yeah. Or you can be the person that takes action to, to change something. And I'm not the kind of guy or the kind of person or surrounds myself by people who don't take action. Yeah. So I need to be a good, good example for the industry. Right. If, if we want to change it, if I want to inspire others in the industry, I have to be the person to go in there and make that action and take that step. Damn bro. Damn bro. That was it right there. That's what people, that's what people needed. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, bro. I love it. And okay, the cool thing I, I love about you, Alex, is I'm going to be straight up here. You were not very good at social media like eight months oh, ago. No. Hell no. Like, you had not posted on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> like, you were not a poster. But like, dude, now it's like nine months later, it's like you're going live like three to five times a week. Obviously, you have a concussion right now, which is mm-hmm. excusable. But you're usually live three to five times a week. You're posting five times a week. Like you're always active on your stories. Like you're getting on TikTok. Like what sort of switch went off in your brain? because when you started you like had never posted on social media and then all of a sudden you started posting three to five times a week and started getting consistent like where did that switch come like how did you like turn that switch because there's a lot Mm. of trainers that are listening to this right now that are also like not good at social media but they haven't flipped the switch yet so what was that switch for you i think where everyone has to understand is that we all start somewhere right whether it's you're good at it or not like i'm i'm the kind of person that if you got two colors like teal and turquoise all i see is blue you know i can't see the difference between pictures most of the time it's a really hard skill set for me to learn and especially with social media like i i never post anything i haven't po- i think i posted anything for like five years that's how like how often i did it so when i came into your program the one thing that i knew i had to incorporate was coachability Right. Mm. I have no idea about marketing. I have no idea about any of that. So yeah. I have to humble myself. I have to listen to the coaching and 
for someone who has been already successful in that field, why wouldn't I listen? Why wouldn't I take action onto everything he says? So if he tells me to post five times a week, I'll post five times a week. He tells me to post three times a day. I don't give a shit. I'll post three times a day, right? You got to take action with the intention of improvement at the same time though. Oh, right? I'd say that one more time. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. You have to take action with improve with the intention of improvement because you can post three to five times a week. You can go live three to five times a week, but if your content is not improving gradually over time, you are wasting your time. At that point. Oh, that is fucking fire. Take oh, action really with the intention of improvement. I love that, dude. And that like, for me, it's like, I, I have this mindset where I'm like, I'm trying to get 1% better every day. And it's like, I do the best I can with what I have. And I post that. And then when I post that, I'm always like looking at it and be like, okay, how can I just be like a little bit better next time? That's so exactly, important. Exactly, man. Exactly. That's, that's where it's at. You can look at your content, even go through my pages and my content and just see the transition and the difference every single week in copywriting, the details of the picture, the stories, that the, the way you approach a live and the way you speak you mm. guys we're entrepreneurs right we have to take a step towards improving every fucking day if we don't do that we're failing mm. man i love this so much okay alex when you first started the program you had a small social media following i think you had like it was i think it was less than a thousand followers on instagram i could be wrong and there wasn't very many people on facebook as well did that discourage you from posting because i think oh, that there's some people tuning in right now that are like that have small po- followings and like, there's no fucking point because you know i got a small oh, following anyway fuck no Hell no. Yeah. I went in with the intention of service. I didn't care about gaining followers or anything like that. I went from the intention of, I want to post this post to impact one person. That's all mm. I cared about. If I can change one person's life, or I did my job, regardless if I sell them or gain them as a client or not. Like I'm not in here. The money is the, is the outcome of the impact. Right? Yeah. And even just looking at your pages and looking at your top clients, none of them have big social media followings. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. about- It's true. Yeah, it's true, right? It's about utilizing what your network has. If you have a thousand followers, that's a thousand people. That's easily a, a six-figure income out of that if you can utilize it correctly. It's about servicing what you have as best as you can, and that following will grow over time. Dude, that is fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> drop the nuggets, bro. Drop the nuggets. I love it. Okay, so dude, you've been consistent from like the second you walked into the program until right now. Like you've been like, I see, dude, when you were in the academy, it was like you, it was like every single day you were on a live stream. Every single day you're replying to people's posts in the academy. Every single day you're showing up consistently. Every single day there's consistent action. I want to know why. Yeah, honestly, it was just following your program. You said in the first lecture, the first live training in your program was to do X, Y, and Z. And I just executed X, Y, and Z. Be active in the Facebook group, post this amount of days and you're you will make 10k a month I'm like okay i'll do it <laughs> that's pretty much it right <laughs> i love this <laughs> i love but, this but when we're, when we're talking about consistency it's like anything else it's like fitness right in order to see results you got to be consistent over time it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a business relationship whatever that freaking looks like for you consistency yeah. But consistency when you're unmotivated is most important, in my opinion. So Pushing what do you yourself. do when you're unmotivated? Like you're like on days where you're like, I fucking don't want to look at that group. I don't want to study a video. Like, how do you get yourself to be consistent? I'm a bit of a sadistic at this point in time with this kind of stuff. And I, this is how I view my training that when I'm unmotivated the most, when I don't want to show up is when I train and push myself the hardest. So mm. when I walk into it and I'm unmotivated, I'm like, okay, it's time to get your head out of your ass. This is where you really have to push it. Cause if I can push this through this, this is where personal growth happens is when you can push through those unmotivated times, through those hard times, through the days that you don't want to show up. And those are the days that are the most important for you to show up. I completely agree. I love that. I think it's like, for me, it's like make your bad days, your best days. Like yeah. on those days that you don't want to be there on the days when you're like, I'd rather be in bed on the days where you're like, I'd rather not 
go to the gym. But like, that's the day that you need to go the most. But it's harder for a lot of people because that's when like the, there's like this little demon that's going off in your head. Mm. It's like, you should sleep in. Like, you should just lay in bed. Like, that's where that voice comes in. But it's, I agree. It's just important to just be like, no, like, I'm not like allowing myself to be weak. I just refuse to allow this to be my reality. You know, I have a standard for my life and I, I'm going to play to a higher standard. Yeah, you're right. It's a choice, guys. It's a choice to be successful. It's a choice to show up every single day. And those voices will never go away. They're always there. Yeah. Right? It's up to you to train yourself to have that opportunity to put them aside when the time comes. You can give into mm. it. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But you also have the opportunity to succceed and you can choose left or right. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Dude, you're at $10,000 a month right now. And you had 10K last month. You're at 9,500 this month so far in January. Is there ever times that you doubt yourself? Like you oh, just like, you, there is? Every day. Yeah. What do you do to overcome self-doubt? I just don't listen to it. It's just there. It's, just, it's, it's like telling me you can't do it. You can't do this. Can't do that. And I'm a true believer that environment really matters right? Mm. You have to be surrounded by those who are more successful than you, who are better than you. So anytime mm. that I, I'm doubting myself or I am a dark place, I put myself in an environment or situation that is forcing me to get back on track or to elevate myself to the next level. Like mm. o- over a week ago, I came to Kelowna, right? I visited yeah. you, right? Yeah. For, for that same reason, I was going down a dark rabbit hole. I wasn't in a good spot, even though I did hit t- 10K a month, mentally, I just wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I needed to change environment. What better way to visit my mentor and coach and hit the gym with him every day at five in the morning. That was fire. That was super cool. Yeah, I really like that. You're the only student that I've ever had that did a mastermind like with me live. Oh, really? Yeah, ever. That was never, never had somebody oh, over my yeah, house oh, oh. with me live. Yeah, that's right. I'm number one, guys. Number one. <laughs> no one can ever take that away from me. <laughs> no one can ever take that away. As we get bigger and bigger, Alex was the first, all right? <laughs> so fire. I love it. Okay. So new online coaches, there's a lot of people that are new that are starting out, bro, that are like listening to this podcast and they're like trying to get their online coaching business off the ground. They might have a small following. They might be an ex-in-person trainer like you. They have no idea where to start nor idea where to begin. Is there any advice that you give to new online fitness coaches getting started in their fitness business? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think number one is patience. Guys, this game takes time. This is a business, right? You can't expect to hit $10,000 or $20,000 within your first 30 days. If someone does, they're one of the rare few that really does it, right? A true business owner puts the work and puts the time in and that growth will happen over time. And it's coming in, in with the mindset of abundance and impact, right? We're here to change lives. The money is, is eventually going to come with it. I love that. How long did it take you to hit 10K? When was the, the actual enrollment when you started the program? Uh, I think mid-April, April 16th or mm-hmm. 14th. That's if I remember it right. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, it was, it was nine months. Nine months to hit $10,000 a month. Yeah. And honestly, if it took me fucking 10 years, I didn't care. I would have kept going. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's about putting the work in. This is a business, right? And I think most people need to understand that, yeah, it, it takes longer than you think. And that's okay. That's just part mm. of the journey. It's part of your grind. It's part of your journey that you have to go through. It's just mm. a matter of how bad do you want it? Mm. So for the people that are in the 10K Academy listening to this, uh, the mastermind's opening up next month. What has been the difference for you between the Academy when you first joined and then the mastermind over the course of the last three months? It's about learning how to build a business specifically towards your business. Because every business is different, right? Not Mm. every online coaching business can be run the same way. And it's about taking tools that you can apply to your own business and incorporate that within your lifestyle. I think one of the things, one of my two biggest things that I've taken away from the mastermind is actually taking a day off, taking time mm-hmm. to myself and finishing yeah. at a certain time. Like that's being freaking game changer. <laughs> <laughs> so simple. Yeah. And uh, just having passion for yourself and your situation. Like 
like the mastermind has been very difficult for me because of my personal life since I've joined it. I still hit 10K. I got mm-hmm. a concussion last week. I'm still going to hit 10K this month. And mm-hmm. that's just because of the processes and systems that I've learned from you that I can incorporate into my business, right? Mm-hmm. So guys, if you want to grow a serious online coaching business, don't hesitate to join the mastermind. Mm-hmm. It will be the best decision you've ever made. I can promise you that. I fucking love it, bro. I love it. We have, uh, out of the 16 students we currently have enrolled, we have 13 of them over $10,000 a month. Blows my mind. Dude, it's, all 16 are going to do it. I, I just, there's just no way. Like, it, just <laughs> seeing the group and how much yeah. energy and passion everyone brings, it's going to happen. It's fucking going to happen. Yeah. It's going to fucking happen. Yeah, it's just going to happen. 100% success rate. That's what we're fucking going for, bro. We got 80, but I want, I want 100 too. Let's go. Dude, Alex, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, bro. I appreciate you so much. I know that you just had a concussion this week and it could have easily put this off and just said no, but you showed up and you delivered a shitload of value. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on here today, bro. It's, I fucking love you. Love you too, man. I love my son. I, I want to never say never. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy right there. That's my papa. That's my papa. All right, guys, Alex Sundar, if somebody was interested in learning more about you, where would they find you? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at alex.sundar underscore. The same name is actually on TikTok or even follow me on Facebook as well. I always drop a ton of value. I have a lot of fun with my content. I'm a big troll. So if you comment on my post, call me dad. I will troll you back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace, love, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Tomorrow, we're talking to Austin Prechtel.